0: The following is a Joel Mahalik production. The following episode of the Joel Mahalik show takes place between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. Everybody, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. My name is Joel Mahalik. I'm joined by the lovely Sharon on the other side of the table. Happy Father's Day, everybody.
1: Happy Father's Day to you. Big
0: thank you, because this show drops on Father's Day, so we'll wish everybody a yes. Father's Day. Yes, yes. So, uh, welcome in. If you want to learn more about the show, then you can do so. Go to www.jmtalk.net. And there you can subscribe to the show. By the way, we moved the podcast to a new podcast uh, platform. Right. Uh, so you won't really notice any changes. Uh, I have to I have to go back and check and make sure everything's running okay. But the player is still there on the website, so you can listen, you can subscribe, etc. Mm-hmm. And we are still should be available on all the major platforms that where you get your podcasts. Right. Join us on social media. Uh, let's see, how's this go? Um... TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk, Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Just a little rusty. Just a little what? rusty. Also send us an email at Radio at gmail.com. Uh, t- today, today on the drop, later on, uh, <laughs> after Sharon makes her exit, uh, I will be joined. Uh, it, it was pre-shot, so it, I'll be joined uh, by our good friend, Tommy Nassarino, Uh And uh, you'll want to... Stay tuned for uh, that great discussion about his new book. Newer book. <laughs> it has taken us so long because of technical difficulties to get together with him that the book is has been out. So, But still a good book, still a good dis- discussion, great discussion, so tune in later on for that. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. So the other day, uh, I canceled the DirecTV down yes. at the beach, yeah. And I I was at work, made the call, talking to this lady, canceling it. Now after we get all that out of the way, she suggests you know you could still carry on with your. Um, no, no, I don't. No, it wasn't that she asked if we have? Because when they try to cancel, you can't. The reason you have to call in because they want to try to stop you from canceling. Sure. And one yeah. of the ways of that course. they attempt to do that, of course, is would you have. Services already, you know, at your residence. I'm like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, no, we long term Verizon, yeah. we're good. Yeah. Because we have direct TV stream. Right. Everyone has a stream. You know, you can stream live channels, right. this and that. Right. And it, I look, I later looked into it. It's a very expensive package. But anyway. <laughs> I'm like, no, we're good. You know, we have a lot of the streaming services, so we're in good shape there, this and that. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, she said, well, if you ever decide to cut the cord, you know, absolutely, absolutely,
1: we'll get right? it. Right.
0: <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And I'm telling you, later that day, having nothing to do with my phone. Right. Except that being on my belt. Right. Facebook is popular. Actually, all my social media networks, owned by Meta, populated with, not DirecTV, T V direct tv streaming services.
1: Oh wow. Ads. Well, I just saw a TikTok from this guy and I'll go back and get it and send it to you about this guy who was saying just that that he was having a conversation his phone was not was not he wasn't talking on the phone. You know what I mean? He was just one on one like you and I are doing. Phone sitting there just like your phone is and later on he went on, same exact thing, went on to his uh, social media, and there was everything he would, he talked about advertisements for. Yeah. yeah. So that's crazy.
0: So, it, yeah, it, I, I find it funny how people are like, no, I'm not going to do that because I'm not going to get, like, you know, ALXA yeah. because, yeah. you know, they'll be listening. I'm not going right. to get, you know, the Google yeah. Home because uh, they'll be listening. They, they're listening. Yeah. They're listening. Yeah. If you think that you're cell phone is not listening, <laughs> right You're out of your mind. And so why we're on the subject of that? something I, I told you about uh, I was telling you everybody about yesterday. So in, uh, uh, in my travels as a uh, technology consultant <laughs> I uh, always stress the importance of when you download apps to your phone, whether it be Android or Apple, right. do you know what your app is doing? are you do you ever go in and look at the permissions and see what your app is no. doing and um so a story came out the other day whereas I think seven and a half or so million people downloaded a flashlight app and it turns out uh researchers discovered that the app is full of bad stuff malware and ransomware and and seven and a half million people downloaded this app to their wow. Android phones. It's a flashlight app. So right. <coughs> what's interesting about that is I would I used to say when I was giving my spiel, do you know even know what your flashlight app is doing? Why would your flashlight app need permission to your microphone for? Instance? It needs permission it needs permission to use the camera for the right. flashlight. Yeah, yeah. But why does it need permission to the microphone? And so I I I have a new question for people which I, I take from this article I read because I didn't never even thought about it like that. What's wrong with your native flashlight app? Like, why are you even out there looking yeah, to download exactly. a flashlight app when every phone has a
1: flashlight yeah, app? Exactly. And however, I did do that too, but this—I did that years and years and years ago. And um, well, we
0: downloaded the one that had like the SOS in it and stuff. Yeah, and blah, that's blah, blah. Yeah, right, yeah. and that's the so one I'm all talking about. Of it.
1: Right, that's what I'm talking about. But, um, yeah, but the one that I downloaded has not only what? No, I'm scratching my chin. Oh, okay. I'm just scratching has, my chin. It's all right. <laughs> it has a um, uh, you know what, compass, a compass and all this all this other we stuff. We have a compass on the phone. I know that. I know that. Okay. So but I want additional stuff. Come on. You well, know well, me.
0: if you're not <laughs> what I'm saying is if you're not careful you will get additional stuff. I bet. <laughs> additional stuff that you weren't planning on getting right so um yeah so uh, again seriously like just if you downloaded an app or a game or something like that it's just worth going into your settings and looking to see what i'm trying to suppress it going
1: (laughs) it's not working (laughs) i didn't get enough sleep i
0: don't get enough sleep period anymore it's it would behoove you to go into the, your settings and check and see what all these apps are are, are asking yeah. to do. Yeah, What they have permission to do. So, anyway, keep yourself safe. Um, okay. So, yesterday I was out doing a food shopping and, as usual, where I go food shopping, there's a Chick-fil-A. And it dawned on me yesterday... As I passed the Chick-fil-A and saw how busy they were, and you know, most of them now, including this one, I don't know if you've seen, If it, it, I, it, I honestly don't know how long it's been they built it, but they also have a double lane. Yeah. Drive through drive-through now, yep, where yep, per- where the personnel stand outside, yep, take your order on a yep, tablet, yep, and you're basically just pulling up and picking up because they're taking your payment yes. on the tablets as well. Yep. Yep. And it's really a system that works for speed of service. That's for sure. I can't believe I remember that word. That's a phrase from our old days in retail. Speed What's of that? service. Um, speed of service. Yeah, SOS. Yeah, yeah. So. So the thing is, it got me thinking, and a couple other Chick Fil A's I'm aware of, same thing. Very busy. All the time, day, night, whatever, and of course they're closed on Sunday. And so, i've I've never done drugs, so I'm very unfamiliar with drugs. But this place, they're all so busy with all the drive-through lanes packed solid, right? And I have to wonder, did they find a a way to expand on (laughs) crack chicken? Because I don't. What is in the food? It you know,
1: I don't know because I don't like Chick Fil A. I don't. Like I was gonna say I was say about it. two out of three people
0: I talk to on a regular basis in like my circles or yeah, at work yeah. whatever are not all that fond of Chick Fil A. No, you're not all that fond of Chick Fil A. No. So what's going on in those drive-through lanes?
1: They're always <laughs> packed. You know what it is? I'll tell you what it is. Um. So as you're driving by, they pump into the air. Um, it's a chemical, right? Mm-hmm, right? That forces you to go into like a meditative state and it takes over the car it never and works it drives into your, huh? It
0: never works for me. No? No. Well I don't mind. Maybe
1: you're just not as susceptible. Maybe. <laughs> I don't mind their chickens. What, I mean, what, what is it you don't like about them? Everything. Really? Yeah. The Everything, the uh including their view on certain things
0: Yeah, but if you're hungry, you, you get past that. Hey,
1: no. <laughs> no. Nope. I wouldn't I would not uh give that company a single cent. It's like the only
0: fast food place where you can go in, yell at the manager, monkey slap him around really hard and and and, ah. he, and his his response at the end is going to be have a nice day. Please come again. <laughs> you know what I mean? It right. was our pleasure. Um, right. But anyway, so uh, it it's just so odd how busy they are all the time. Right. I don't right. get it. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't mind their chicken. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go out of my way oh, to I go know. there for a chicken sandwich. Right. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: And I typically don't get chicken sandwiches when we're out. Right. You know, if we go out somewhere, I'm a burger kind of guy. Yeah. Um so yeah, anyway, so I was just wondering what the what the thing is about uh, about them because <clears throat> I thought maybe they were I mean, we've had cracked chicken, which is very delicious, but I thought maybe they developed a new version of cracked chicken.
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: Did you have anything? You say you were oh you didn't have your device, did you?
1: I do, it's right here.
0: Did you find anything you wanted no.
1: to discuss? No. No. Okay. wait I did oh there it is. No, um, I don't. Well,
0: here's something I did save just last week because I thought it was interesting. You don't see this kind of stuff in the news. Now, this is, uh, is Breaking911.com, so it's not a traditional mainstream media. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't seen this anywhere. And out of El Paso, okay, Homeland Security Investigations, the Texas Department of Public Safety, and numerous other federal, state, and local agencies located and recovered... 70, that's 7-0, seven missing children as a part of a three-week oh operation in West Texas, Operation Lost Souls.
1: Oh, my God.
0: It ran from the end of April through mid-May in El Paso, Midland, and Ector, Texas.
1: Renee, better be real careful with those kids down there.
0: Right. The missing youth, many of them runaways, ranged from ages 10 to 17. Uh, the children recovered included victims of sex trafficking and physical and sexual abuse. Mm. The majority of the children were located in West Texas, but some were located in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, as well as in the state of Colorado and Ciudad Juarez, Mexico. The the agencies provided victim services or counseling for the recovered children and their families. So, I'm not going to read the whole story. My point is... This is a real big issue in the United States. Yeah. Right up there with homelessness. Another thing you never hear about. You never see anything being done about it. Yep. But I wanted to praise these departments for that Mm -hmm. because you never hear about these operations to save the children. I know, right? You know? And this is a big problem. Seventy. in one sting. One sting. Right. Seventy. And I didn't hear about this anywhere on the news, including... Fox News. I mean, we don't watch any of the. We don't pay yeah. homage to any one news service anymore. Right. Exactly. Uh, but usually, you used to be able to say, "Well, why is Fox the only one covering this story?" Fox <laughs> didn't even cover this story, as far as I know. Right. So, and um, but it is. I mean, it's it, it's right up there with some of the more important things than supporting Ukraine, for example. Wow. Yeah. Um, but so I praise all the agencies and Homeland Security. I have I, I know two people that work in Homeland Security, so um all praises to them let's hold on i think i want to yeah there's a list here i i do want to i do want to talk about the list of all the people involved all the agencies uh these agencies also assisted San Angelo Texas Police Department Tom Green Texas County Sheriff's Office Odessa Texas Police Department Hector Texas County Sheriff's Office Hector County Independent School District Police Department School District Police Department
1: what
0: yeah uh, Midland, Texas County Sheriff's Office, Midland County Independent School District, Midland hmm. Juvenile Probation Department Advocacy Center for Children of El Paso, Paseo del Norte Center of Hope and El Paso Center for Children, Midland Rape Crisis and Children's Advocacy Center, Harmony Home Children's Advocacy Center, Midland Memorial Hospital, Sane Nurses and Medical Center Hospital, and the Sane Nurses Group. So... Um, yeah <clears throat> I didn't sleep well last night, so I also have a very limited voice today so um, but yeah, not anywhere on the news wanted to say thanks to all these agencies for doing such a great job and yeah. I, I would like to I would like I would like to think that we would hear more news like this
1: <laughs>
0: because yeah. l- l- because they're gonna continue obviously with such mm-hmm. such a grand compilation of departments. Hopefully, they're doing this with other localities to try to find these these kids. But, Jesus, 70.
1: 70. I wonder how long they they were there. Yeah. Yeah. It might say, but I'm not
0: going to get into the whole story. I don't don't have bullet points.
1: But I'd be curious to know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can send you the story. Yeah. Yeah, And you read it in, in
0: all the leisure time you have. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh yeah because that's all
0: I do is leisure oh I, I'm I, I was being you did get the sarcasm <laughs> right so yeah um but anyway so we do have a couple other news stories to talk about one of them of course being the wombat by the week which let, let me say something about that for a second not that we're going to do that yet we're going to do that a little bit later but um so for one reason or another you know um well, we're not getting a lot of uh submissions for Wombat of the Week. And I think I may know why. Like, I was worried at first, but we also have a couple pages that we utilize for when we need a Wombat of the Week. And they're chock full of Wombats. So the main resource for that, I have to say, so I was perusing it for this week. And here's what bothers me. What's that? All of the stupid news. Yeah. Okay. Not all of it. I'm going to say better than 90% of the stupid news on this site now is anti-Trump news
1: and that's ridiculous and
0: so I'm like so I was thinking to myself hopefully I find something on here for this week but at the same time I'm going to have to start looking for other resources to get actual Wombat news your difference of opinion in the political arena is not is not comical enjoyable stupid news and that's what we're looking we're looking for we're looking to make fun of stupid idiots
1: Yes. yes not
0: like So this is like another thing where politics is going to bleed in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so as I look at the stories, you know, nothing about like, well, we could easily make fun of Joe Biden falling off his bicycle at, at his beach house. Oh, like, I know, right? But we, but, but we don't.
1: You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Because. And so
0: I don't want to go there and find, <laughs> and see that all you have it. And it's not even wombat type stuff. It's it's just opinionated anti-right rhetoric. And, Mm. you know, we're not right or left, so we don't care about that, but I do care about coming to, this is supposed to be a source for stupid news. Exactly. Not news that is biased of your opinion in the political (laughs) arena. So, I just want to point that out because if anyone out there listening has a source, another resource on the web where we can get actual stupid people news (laughs) that has nothing to do with sociopolitics, geopolitics, politics, politicians, (laughs) you know, please email us at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com and tell us because we're in search of a new resource.
1: Right, exactly.
0: And don't forget, coming up here shortly, we will have my interview with the man, the myth, the legend, Tommy Nasserino. All right, so... I have to turn this way a little bit on you there. Sweetie. You're
1: good. You're good.
0: Uh, Michigan man. I said a Michigan man. I meant to just say Michigan man. Um, Wins $30,000 in lottery, buys $20,000 gold chain, and then gets robbed.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> He's so stupid. <laughs> He's so freaking stupid. So according to WDIV,
0: In uh, Michigan, Detroit, actually. The man said he won $30,000 playing the lottery, bought a $20,000 gold chain, and then he had his jewelry stolen at a gas station on Detroit's west side. Detroit Uh, not being a very friendly city as it is. No,
1: right? That's crazy.
0: (laughs) So the man who was identified as Jamal is seen inside the store with the alleged assailants walking into the store, one seen clearly on camera. Well, that's good news for him, I guess. Yeah, right? And then later, he's seen outside the store being attacked by the men. They eventually grabbed the chain from Jamal as he struggled to get it back. According to the report, the gas station owner said one of the assailants may have committed a similar robbery at the gas station a few months ago. Uh, So footage of that robbery was also shown. So, I mean, I think I have better things to do if I won $30,000 in the (laughs) lottery. Right. but And one of them is not buying, I don't know what the chain must look like, a $20,000 chain, and you're going to wear it in right. West Detroit?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: The Detroit's West Side, uh, East, whatever side. Detroit's just not a good city. It's one of the cities right. that are on that list that nobody wants to be on. You know, right. worst crime, worst places yep. to live, things like that. Yep. But I can think of better things to do with, you know, $30,000 in lottery winnings, and... uh you know that's just insane. Like, also, like similar similar to that. About a week or two ago, I saw a story where a guy won ten million dollars in in scratch off. Right. And um, appara- that's crazy. Yeah, but apparently now he has been arrested and has gone to jail for assault or murder, one or the other. Yeah. So, wow. Which happened before he won the scratch off. Yeah.
1: But- uh. <laughs> I was so, like, wait, what? And I,
0: I wonder if in a, in a case like that, I mean, does the state just take your money? Does the lottery commission just take your, your winnings? Has
1: the money been given to him yet?
0: I don't know. I don't know.
1: That I guess that would depend. Yeah,
0: they're. I mean, they're the kind of stupid people we like in Wombat News. <laughs> I know. Even this guy could have been a Wombatter. Yeah, yep. But I, I found one that was slightly better. You're really, you're tired. You slept I, all
1: night. Yeah, I know. I am... Exhausted, and I don't know why. No, I well, just have to get up Father's and move Day. It you around don't have to do anything. To that. I know, I do. <laughs> I do, though. I have, uh, you know, my Tumblr situation. So,
0: and your potato salad situation. And today? my
1: potato salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um. By the way, folks, if you're into, um, if you're into horror. And you're in the Dracula movies?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Then you might want to keep your eye out for a movie that is... Is it released already? When did it get re- I mean, you're really going to want to see this actually there, babe. It is... The movie's called Sharkula. What? Yes, and it is about a great white shark no. that is cursed by Dracula himself.
1: Nope, nope. I'm done. What? No. That's like Sharknado and, and no.
0: Sharknado must have been great because it spawned like six uh, no. sequels.
1: No. No. Sorry. <laughs> Come on. I thought this was serious. I thought it was a serious movie. It is. Like Sharkula. Yes, it is. Look at that. That's Sharkula. Oh, wow. Count Sharkula.
0: <laughs> could be worse. They could have named it Jawgula.
1: Right. <laughs> But I'm
0: sure somebody's got the... The, the, the rights to
1: that yeah, name, right.
0: The beat on that one. So, anyway. I, it may already be released. You don't want to see that?
1: No, I really don't.
0: That one I gotta see. That one. Black phone. Huh? It, it Before it even came out, it had 100% on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. So, gotta see that one. All right. Anyway. So I guess we'll move on to Wombat of the Week, and then if there's anything left after that, there will be minutes after that. So you better think of something while you're sleeping back there.
1: I'm, not, I'm not sleeping. I'm going to put a I'm mirror. Thinking. I'm going to put a mirror
0: here on my microphone thing, so that when I'm looking this way at content, I can I can watch. <laughs> Just what look you're, over and see. Right, me. watch what you're doing.
1: <laughs> uh, well, okay. Since we're talking about sleeping and on shows, the whole world saw you sleeping. No, that yes, wasn't
0: me. yes, <clears throat> it was not me, I told you it was the one on man,
1: yes, okay, so I have it, and have it downloaded if you would care to
0: peruse it. No, I don't need to peruse it, and you know, um haley was already ta- she already told me on Facebook that she has video of it, yeah, it like, I know because I asked
1: somebody to um <clears throat> screen record it,
0: but it wasn't me it was the one on man <laughs> I'm serious, <laughs> I am serious, okay. Um, that 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 that. Okay. Ooh, chickens stew. Anyway, so if you want to get involved in Wombat of the Week, <laughs> we're looking for stupid people doing stupid things, and it winding up in a news source. So you can send us a verifiable link to a news story uh to Joel Mahalik Radio at gmail.com or on Facebook at JM Talk. Send us a DM. And we will put it in the lineup. Right. Well, we used yeah. to have a lineup, but the lineup's really slim anymore. And, um, you know, I think a lot of that has to do with the shift in society as well.
1: Uh, yes. Since I the agree. pandemic. I mean, yeah.
0: Jesus, what a different world we live in from two years ago.
1: Yep.
0: But anyway, uh, you can send it to us and we will let her rip. So, this week... So you know, I support open carrying. of... Yes. Okay. I I also support constitutional carry, which I think eighteen or twenty or twenty three states now have, which is where if you're a legal, if you're a legally law-abiding citizen, um, as I am, and, so in the state of Delaware, I can open carry, <clears throat> but in uh, if also if you have the same stature in these twenty three states or so, you can conceal carry without the bureaucratic. Bullshit oh. of getting a permit and oh, really? all that. Yeah. Okay. So I support that as well because I don't... I mean, the scenario is is, is, the, is the same. What's the difference whether it's, it's in view or out of view? There's arguments on both sides of that. Right. Whether it's good or bad to have it shown or not shown. Permit, none. Anyway. So, <clears throat> anyway, we have a wombat in our midst. An individual... Who was openly carrying an AR 15, which I don't know why you're open carrying an AR 15. I mean, you know, again, I don't have a problem with AR 15s like other people do. Yeah. And, yeah. They, and their problem is for all the wrong reasons. However, um, so this is, wait, is this the right story with that? Wait a minute. Wow, this isn't even the right story. Hold on a second. <laughs> it, it screwed me. Alright, here we go. So apparently, according to the North County Police Cooperative. What the hell is a police cooperative?
1: What uh, is a cooperative? I don't know. No, wait, hold on. I gotta know what this is. Hold on. What is a police cooperative?
0: Yeah, come on, phone, you're listening. Give me an ad real quick in the, in my face in my Facebook. <laughs> mutual assistance and working toward a common goal.
1: Okay, so let me do this. I'll look it up. Um Okay,
0: so this happened in um St. Louis. St. Louis is in the top 5 places of don't flip and live there, by the way. North County Police Cooperative reports that there was a shootout last Friday. But no, I'm sorry, a couple of Fridays ago left three people injured after a person carrying an AR-15 was robbed at gunpoint. <laughs> That's crazy. So I'll get back to my opinion about that in a minute. <laughs> the, Im- the individual went inside a food market, and uh, he was open carrying a semi-automatic rifle. Thank you, news agency, for saying it's a semi-automatic. Uh, but did not use it in a threatening manner and left the store. Outside the store, shortly before 3 p.m., an adult male confronted the individual, brandished a weapon, and demanded the AR-15. The The individual handed over the Mm AR-15, but then went to a vehicle, had time to go to a vehicle and retrieve another gun, and then a shootout ensued after that. Okay, so the person who was being held up ran to get a gun. Gave him the AR-15, oh, and then, and then went, ran. Back, went back to just says went back to his car to get another gun. Oh, and then there was a shootout, two leaving two bystanders injured, uh, and the adult male who had initiated the robbery was struck several times by gunfire. I'm okay with
1: that. Oh hell yeah!
0: You know what I mean? Uh yep. I I mean I know I'll probably get shade for this, but well, you it, know, you know if, if 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 you wake up in the morning and say I'm going to go rob someone at gunpoint. And you get injured or killed in the process. Right. That was your decision to make. Right.
1: Exactly. That was your decision I agree. to make.
0: Um, police reports say the robbery victim left the scene and then a, another male returned moments later and shot the indiv- individual who had taken over the rifle. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. When police arrived on the scene, they found an adult male with several gunshot wounds lying in front of the store in critical condition. Reports say the bystanders were not critically injured. It's an ongoing investigation. So if you know anything about it, if you like be bopping down the streets of St. Louis and you saw something, say something. (laughs) So if you're open carrying anything. Right. So as I said earlier, I do support open carry and constitutional carry. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I also support that you know how to use the damn thing. Right. And so if you're open carrying an AR-15, Mm-hmm then the last thing that should happen to you is that you should be robbed at gunpoint. And <laughs> yeah. then the other last thing that should happen is that you then hand over, like, if you were educated on it, then you right. would know some defensive tactics and how to deal with the situation. Yep. yep. You know? Um, unless maybe he thought it was just smart to hand it over, retreat, Yep. and then somehow he must have realized, yeah, he, he had yeah. the time to go get another gun and, <laughs> you know, but... um
1: I think they were both wombats,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean
1: the robber and the robbie
0: the Robbie, I like that <laughs> the robber and the robbie, right, so um, yeah, so I mean, I just think that if you're carrying openly well anyone, if you're a handgun owner, especially legally, uh because I've read some stories where you know people that are out there in the street with illegal <laughs> handguns committing crime and shooting people up, they're really not good shots because (laughs) they don't know how to use it.
1: Right. They just have it. Right.
0: They acquired it by illegal means. But anyway. um, So you should be educated on how to use said firearm or any firearm. If you're going to open carry them, you should be trained on how to use them. Take the classes. Do
1: the work. You know, I think my personal opinion is the reason that they don't do that because all it is is a status symbol. You know what I mean? All right. Uh, You may not know how to use this gun, okay? But you have a gun.
0: No, I I, I would agree with that statement. You
1: know? And you have an AR-15 now. That's scary as shit.
0: Scary looking.
1: Yes. Agreed. That's what I meant to say. It is scary looking at shit. All they have to do is, really, you're not going to do what I tell you to do? So.
0: Well, whether he did that or not, it didn't phase somebody uh, from getting that. I AR-15. know. No,
1: my point, yeah, my point is just that Um, you don't need to know how to shoot it. Right. Because their mental capacity is like it's a gun how hard can it be to shoot it bang bang right you know pull the trigger pew pew <laughs> right <laughs> i wish i'd have thought of that before i said bang bang <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you could have gone da, da,
1: da, da, da. <laughs> no i my, i would have gone pew pew <laughs>
0: yeah because there are, there are certain people in the populace that think it's some sort of automatic you know yeah yeah uh shoots a thousand rounds a second or something like that I don't know um but anyway so yeah you're right they're all yeah they're all wombats but I mean special wombat crown to the idiot carrying an AR-15 and allows himself to be robbed at, gun- at gunpoint you know <laughs>
1: right.
0: and um yeah but that's also a good example of for the police like that's why you're on a, on, on a short list of the worst places in the country
1: right exactly
0: you know yep um but you know, the bottom line is criminals are always going to get the get guns they want, them, you know. Um yeah. so, but you're right, you hit that nail on the head, status quo. Hopefully he wasn't acting like an ass with it carrying it. But you know, it's, right. it's like the store owner said, he just had it around his back. Yep. Came in, did his business and left. Right. You know. So, I when you when I first look at that, until you mentioned what you mentioned, I first look at that and go, "Oh good. He did the right thing because the last thing that we open carriers one is for jackasses open carrying, thinking that oh, I got a gun, oh,
1: yeah, you know what I mean, yeah,
0: like when I wear mine, it's not, I'm not phased by it, right, you know what I mean,
1: well, because you're not a jackass
0: so uh <laughs> but then when you mention that, you're right, you know, maybe that's what it was, and then of course, then he but then he he was able to retreat and get something else, it doesn't say what else he got, but he was able to get something else, so. All right. So anyway, um, only three minutes. I'm not going to really get into anything else because yeah, we'll be about signing you out of here.
1: All right, sign me and out. So, Peace. Um, it's like <laughs> three minutes. Anyway,
0: if if anyone is interested, you know they can find. Uh, I'm just going to say Fizzy Chick on Yes TikTok. Yes. If, if you're interested in tum- for the Tumblr's. I don't because that's such a long handle. It's a very long handle. Your Kylie's, and you gotta be like, well, it's spelled like this.
1: Crafty chick.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't know you. All right. I
1: see what you did there, crafty chick. Yep. Um. Yes, crafty chick for Kylie's. Um. And the tumblers are
0: amazing. So um, find crafty chick. Yes. On TikTok to see her videos of her tumblers. That and
1: she I, makes. I have Bluetooth tumblers that are selling like crazy. Um and they are a tumbler the lid is the speaker yes and bluetooth speaker right right and the sound that comes out of these speakers is amazing now i the reason i say this is because i took one into work the other day and my my boss is real uh, Am I going to go over? You might, but... Okay. So my boss is like such a miser, and he heard it and said, can I have two, please?
0: And then ordered four more, right? Uh,
1: no. Yeah. And then he ordered four more for next weekend. So and who knows how many orders right? he's going to... Keep order. it coming. Right? Put that crap in my hand, exactly. little man, or wherever that goes. Right. <laughs> <Anyway>. so, uh, <laughs> I don't know how many orders he's going to come back with this weekend.
0: Right. That'd be cool. Right. That'd be cool. That would be. So, all right. So, it's luckily for you, time for you to say goodbye, Sharon.
1: Goodbye, Sharon.
0: And she gets to go. Uh, For everybody else, stay tuned because after this really super quick break, I'll be back with Tommy Nasserino, author, uh, hell of a guy, legend, and a observer of life. And you're going to find out more about that. Coming up after this on the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon.
1: Hi, this is Tara. You're listening to my puppy, so don't go anywhere. he will be way back. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. laughs.
0: COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel. But now, there are vaccines. And they are the very first step that let us get back to what we miss most. It's okay to have questions.
1: Is it safe?
0: Should I wait? Now, get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision when vaccines are available to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Are you ready for some more Joel Maholic show? I'd
2: better not. Uh, I have what doctors call a little bit of a weight
0: problem. I have the irrefutable proof that the earth is not flat. Here it is. If the earth was flat, don't you think cats would be on the edge of it knocking off? A new episode every Sunday at JoelMahalik.com. Welcome back to the program, folks. It's the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. And as per usual, the lovely Sharon has skipped out after part two of the show to do her thing, but that's okay. And I'm usually left alone, but I have the distinct pleasure of not being alone on today's episode because I'm joined by um, an extremely uh, great person who I've interviewed time and time before, he has covered for one or two shows, guest hosting when I was absent uh, over the years. And um, he is an author. He is a teacher. He is a observer of life and um, among a lot of other things. And so he's here with me tonight. So I want, to, I want, I want you to welcome uh, Tommy Nosserino. The artist formerly known as Brock Rob, and we'll get more into that in a second. Tommy, how you doing?
2: I'm oh, wonderful, Joel. How you doing, my friend? And as always, it is a great pleasure to be with you. Thank you so much.
0: It's a great pleasure to have you back. I think so. I think this is the first time. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because I've been back on the air for four years. And then, if I'm correct, I will kick myself. Is this the first appearance on the new show, or is this the second appearance? Please tell uh, me it's not. I believe it's the second appearance. Okay. Okay. Cause I was I was ready to slap myself silly because yeah. you made several appearances on the on, on the on the life formerly known as behind the mic. Yes. Um but uh but it's great to have you back. Um we had a lot of snags, snips and snags trying to get you back on the air. Um yes, some of I that some of that due know. to the unfortunate as people know our producer who passed away right before Christmas. Yes. And that put us into a tailspin of okay. How do we do everything that he did without him? <laughs> you yeah. know. It, so, <laughs> yeah. but it, we've managed. We put things together. But so, Tommy, formerly known as Brock Le Rob, and I don't know if I ever told you this story. I thought about it and thought about it, and I don't think I had. And um, my father, God rest his soul, he passed away in 2011. You probably remember. I think you, you and Frank actually covered one or two of my shows for me with Tony while I yes. was away. And uh, so anyway, so um dad was an avid listener of my show. Like if I if I only had one listener when we used to be live, even if it was at 11 o'clock at night on a Saturday, I knew it was dad because <laughs> he, he was an avid listener. He would never miss, miss a show. And he called in one night and stayed on the air with us for like an hour talking all kinds of stuff. But anyway, so... I would go to his house on Wednesdays, and he'd say, "Hey, what's going on this weekend? What do you got going on on the show? What can I expect?" And so, the first time that you were going to be on, um, I said, "Well, we got this great guy. Uh, he's a writer, and I told him about your first book uh, that we were going to talk about because, you know, me and my dad, Civil War buffs, you know. And so, uh, I told him I wanted to tell him about that. And um, I said, uh, his name's Brock LeRab, and he says, his name's what?" i said his name is brock la rob he says are you shitting me i said no he says you got you have there's a guy i'm gonna be on your show named broccoli rob i'm like no brock love rob broccoli rob you know and he just and he was of course he loved listening to us banter you know but he thought i was he thought i was pulling his leg he thought i was like I was going to have a guy on a show who was named after a food. And I'm like, no, Brock La, La, Rob, <laughs> with two B's, Brock La, Rob. And, uh, but yeah, he thought I was, uh, it was some sort of corn dog act I was I was doing. <laughs> so. But he
2: loved it. You see, um, what happened was originally years back when uh, Cotolo was first having me on, he, uh, He said, yeah, we're going to have you on. He says, "Um, do you want to go by uh, any any name or anything? So I said, "Uh, I don't know. I says, you know, let's make it a little exotic. And um, I remember I had just got back from uh, visiting New York City with my family there. And um, I had taken uh, at that time uh, a uh, close friend on a carriage ride in uh, Central Park. Okay. And the um, uh, the driver, who uh, a really interesting guy, uh, happened to be Italian, and he kind of looked at me and he said, uh, uh, "So, uh, so you're going back to where?" I says, "Well, you know, we're going to visit Brooklyn and then Staten Island." So, he, so he said to me right off the bat, "Did you have uh, broccoli, broccoli, Rob yet?" <laughs> so, and I said, uh, I "Actually, my mother's going to make it." Uh, I says, because that's what I'm looking forward to. I says, it's not easy to get in the Midwest. He says, mm-hmm. oh, well, yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're having this carriage ride through Central, End, a beautiful afternoon. I mean, and and we're having this conversation about broccoli, Rob, how to prepare it, and uh, it's got to be bitter and all of this. And <laughs> I says, you know, this is pretty hot stuff.
0: And so, and so that's what you you and Catolo came up with that, you know, based off of that. So I often wondered. So, you know, and, and so in a way, my dad was right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He hit you were away. pulling. I mean, and, I, we know it. I mean, we know, but you were pulling the leg. Oh, yeah. But you had the right spelling. So it just it looked like this upstanding name Brock La Rob. La Rob. Not yeah. just Rob. La Rob. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And this an old story that I would tell. You'd be um, uh, in a in a big group of guys, right? Uh, mostly Italian guys and they could be arguing back and forth and all of this noise. All somebody has to say is uh, yeah, you had broccoli rob, everybody everybody stops. You had broccoli rob? <laughs> What'd you have to ask? How'd you make it? You know, everybody stops. Gotta get a yeah, you make. I says, Boy, what is this power that this uh green has over everybody?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's too bitter for me to be honest with you, but
2: yeah, so, the
0: yeah I yeah, I, <laughs> and, and you're right. That's how people like it, and you know, I, I, you know, but um, okay. So as I mentioned, among other things, um, and hopefully we have time to uh, about this the the observer of life because you're you're a wonderful observer of life, and I know that from the many times we've been able to talk about things. But um, first and foremost, uh, I did peg you as an author. Uh, you have a couple of really great books out there. Now, the latest one, which I know it's been out for a while, and this was part of the struggle of getting you back on the air in time to, you know, so it's it's uh, right around a year old now. But, you know, uh, your latest book, which is The Bad, <clears throat> bad Guy's Clothes, um, you know, the thing about your books that I like, though, is, and I'm a big fan of histor- um, historical fiction, they call it. Yes. Yeah, basically where you build this wonderful story, but you're using the backdrop of actual historical events. John Jakes yes. was one of, one of my favorites ever since I was a little boy reading John Jakes. And then, of course, when they did some of the television stuff with John Jakes yes. novels that I've always been fascinated with the historical fiction, especially when you put it against the backdrop of, you know, like Great Court, your first book was set against the Civil War. Well, you know, come on, man, you're calling up my number. Yeah, you know, and then this latest one, you know, kind of right there at the turn of the 20th century, just before, it, you know, and uh, using that whole backdrop there of New York City. Now, you're a big fan of New York City. though. You really like using New York City as a backdrop. And it's no wonder because you're one of those people that I love. You love New York. I love New York. Right. You're yeah. New, you're, you're that New York guy. Yeah.
2: And, and New York. I love researching New York. It's got such a uh, awesome history. I mean, uh, and I'm constantly, you know, you know me. I'm constantly researching something. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and I'm always running into something about New York in the 1600s, New York in the 1700s. Uh, and I'm always coming up with something. So I like, oh, I love to um, incorporate New York City uh, in in my work. And uh, I mean, in Grey Court, Grey Court, New York City's
0: uh, got a part of oh. it. A big part of it, yeah. One of the best histories of New York that I was able to research and read on, and this is for fun. So I'm a big fan of look, I'm a big fan of law enforcement, period. You know, on, on this program for a long time we did, and I just I stopped doing it because it was a time time intensive thing. We did a segment for like two years called Honor Thy Heroes, and we were talking about we were honoring police officers that go above and beyond. Yes. I'm a big fan of law enforcement and law enforcement history. Yes. I, you, when I was in law enforcement myself um, and the fire service, I collected pins, shields, badges, patches. You know the whole nine yard. I had walls on them, right? And I have a lot of historical badges too. In my, in, I don't have a collection like I did, but I still have a lot of historical ba- badges. Anyway, long story short, I recently uh, read about and apropos of nothing to do with the fact that, you know, Teddy Roosevelt is in your book, (laughs) right? Uh, The first New York police commissioner, but I got to read and research and enjoy the history of the Newton of the NYPD. Oh yeah. And it was fascinating. It was fascinating.
2: Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, More so in that, um, just the uh, island of Manhattan alone, which, of course, was, was always referred to as New York City. You had the Metropolitan P- Police and then yep. you had the New York Police. You had two different police forces that eventually uh, had emerged. And, of course, Roosevelt was a big part of that. Uh, mm-hmm. I admire Teddy Roosevelt immensely.
0: Oh, for yeah, for a lot of different things. Absolutely. Yes. Same here.
2: Yes, so i in uh purposely in writing bad guys clothes which um uh has an interesting story of how the uh, title came up and um b- but i uh, i knew that if i was going to be writing about new york city and especially law enforcement Roosevelt had to be mentioned
0: mm-hmm. and
2: and mm-hmm. i wanted to make it
0: personal and in so in in the book your your main character Per se. I mean, actually, to me, I, honestly, the main character to me is, is the way you did the backdrop. It's like, setting the entire backdrop to the story, I think was almost like a main character. But anyway, uh, you're, you're a detective. So, Dante Lane. Now, every writer that I've spoken to who writes a character, um, now, I spoke to two authors over the years who wrote a series of books with somebody. But even though you have this one book, you have this one detective. They're usually based on somebody. So my question would be, who is Dante Lane uh, based on? Where did you get the inspiration? Uh,
2: uh, a good part of Dante Lane is uh, uh, Detective Lieutenant Joe Petrosino.
0: Okay. Who,
2: who was the, uh, at uh, one time the, uh, the first um, highest-ranking Italian uh, uh, police officer in New York City who uh, butted heads with uh, the black hand. I,
0: and, think I, remember, I think I remember seeing his name in some of the research that I was doing.
2: And he was fearless. And uh, he he just went after him. And he just um, what, what really um, made it personal uh, for me was uh, Petrosino would always say, why are these Italians bothering other Italian people? They should be helping him instead, instead of – uh, causing them harm. And he, he, mm-hmm. he used to break his heart. And uh so he was more relentless in, in putting them away and uh in fighting the uh the corruption. But he, he was a good part of that. Um and uh my dad also my dad was a New York City policeman. Yeah. And uh so I sprinkled a little bit of uh my my dad's backbone in there because my my, <laughs> my dad was uh um, you know veteran of World War II in the eighth armored division and uh you know took part in uh, not only the battle of the bulge but liberating uh the buchenwald concentration camp and uh he uh he had the had, uh, integrity. Uh, in integrity and and i looked at integrity and and i love making up characters and uh and i love backstories of characters so uh mm-hmm. and i wanted to uh bring out you know It would upset me a lot of times, uh, especially in the media, that people would uh, snicker a little bit if they'd mention uh, uh, an Italian uh, American of Italian descent. Like that was supposed to be something funny, but um, but but Italians in this country uh, were uh, very hardworking people, and and I wanted to to show that.
0: Well, and what an honor to sprinkle some of your dad into that character. Yeah, that's. You know, really. And that's what it is. It's an honor.
2: Yeah. And and Dante's uh, father, uh, then, uh, he actually he was a a combination of both my uh, grandfathers. And uh, both both my grandfathers were extremely uh, benevolent people. Um, They they despised bigotry and racism. Oh, they just despised it because... uh, They were discriminated against uh, themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, My grandfather, who was an engineer, actually, he graduated the Naples School of Architecture. Uh, He could not get a job when he came over here, Uh, especially around uh, 1899. uh, He had his credentials and he went to a lot of the different firms and especially with all the construction going on. and, And they just slammed the door in his face. And so he had a, went into the business for himself. Um, my, and you know, he never held it against anybody. Never, never held it against anybody. Never had, but he understood that you know, biggest tree has no place for, for in anyone's life. And right. uh, my his father, he um, he had his own business. He was an ice man.
0: And, oh wow, delivering um, ice. That,
2: yeah, 4 o'clock <laughs> in the morning and load up the wagon with ice and deliver ice. And mm. he, uh, you know, would experience things like people would toss their bedpans out the window yeah. at him or, or swear at him uh, and call him all very different. And, of course, my uncles, the, uh, who were on the ice wagon with him, they wanted to go out and fight all of these people. And uh, he said, no, you know something he says used to say to them in Italian? if you do that you're no better than they are he says because you have to leave ignorance alone when you leave right. ignorance alone he says you you're the better person and so and i learned a lot from both of my grandparents and uh so i, I infused both of them into uh, his father
0: one of the interesting things about history that um i i don't think many people today know is um, every every ethnic group that came over here, because you know we are the, we're an ethnic melting pot. So every ethnic group that came over here over the years, over the last two centuries, uh, you know, they went through that peril of having their time to be ridiculed and looked down upon. And, you know, it's just we, we we all went through it. You know, correct. And yes. uh, I'm I'm looking at the time. I, just a, a quick a quick story that I want to just recap so people know where they can get the book before we at the end, but. I love telling this story. Now, you everyone's familiar with the phrase "honky," right? Everybody. Yes. So, I love telling people that I'm slow. So, I'm I'm half Slovak, mm-hmm. and I love telling people I got some trivia for you. The word "honky" is derived from a derogatory term "bohunk," and when the Slovak and basically all the Hungarian type people started coming over here. They were called bohunks as a ridicule, as a, that, like they were spit upon. Mm-hmm. And they were called bohunks. And that evolved between the 60s and 70s, 1960s, 1970s, into honky to be a derogatory term for white people. And it was all thanks to Slovaks and anyone else from the Austria Hungarian Empire area that came over prior to 1900, into yeah. the early 1900s. We were bohunks. We were the yeah. original honkies. So. Yeah. I wear that like a badge yeah. on my sleeve. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, the um, uh, the Slovaks that came over, the only thing that they uh, were told they were good for was to work in the mines. So yeah. you've got uh, the eastern, northeastern part of Pennsylvania, and uh, and then uh, they hit Pennsylvania and in in Ohio to, to work in Ohio the
0: mines too. People. Yeah, a lot of them out there in Ohio, and
2: yeah, and you know, and those, you know. Those hardworking locks, they they worked hard. And yeah, they, they were, did. They, they were glad to do it.
0: Yeah, I—I I, I love listening to the stories of uh, <clears throat> the old people, but stories. So, um, what one thing I do know because uh, I did my research—you can get uh, bad guys' clothes almost anywhere where you can get books. Obviously, Amazon number one, right? You can get it there. Yes. Um. So, but. Uh, there's so many places online you can get it i would direct people towards amazon and we're going to have a link up so you can get it. not only that but you also check out great court it's a really good book and um and lamplight still available out there right
2: still out there yeah still uh, i still get emails requesting uh, books and uh, and i sign them and send them out i have a paypal account so it's easier so if people okay. want to me an email it's easy too
0: yeah the other two books great court and lamplight incredible books Um, and of course this one too. So now the nice thing is Tommy's coming back, if not next week, the following week. So we're going to, cause we're going to finish up. We're going to get into a little bit of that observer of life stuff and maybe a little pop culture. Um, so, um, I, I, Tommy, I appreciate it as always, you being here and, um, we're going to pick things up, um, on our next episode and get right down to where we used to be. All right. Yeah, uh, you know, talking about whatever, exactly. <laughs> which was the old name of the show. But everyone else, you can enjoy this on the web, www.jmtalk.net. <laughs> That's the web address. Make sure you subscribe to the show. You can listen right there. You can subscribe. Also we're on social media, TikTok and Facebook at JM talk, Instagram and Twitter at JMTalk radio um okay so that's it for me and for tommy and for the lovely sharon we'll catch you next time on the program right, be good so to much. one another thank you bye-bye everybody Bye now.